We dedicate this season to friend of the pod, Christian Salisbury, a life and talent taken from the herd way too early. He will be remembered for his speed and agility, but most of all, his smile and infectious enthusiasm. If you're able, go to the link in the description and donate to the Christian Salisbury Memorial Fund and help more kids like Christian find their way to professional football. Carry that rock in peace, my friend. You will be missed. Hey, fellas! We ain't gonna ever back down from nobody! I don't care who it is! This is a brotherhood! And if we stand strong together, we can't be denied! If one of us go down, we have another, and another, and another that's ready to fight! So let's hit this field and bang them! Bang them! Bang them! Somebody light me up! It's time to huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District, where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL. And we are a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I'm Andrew, and thank you for joining us. If you're on YouTube, thank you for joining us live. Uh, If you've downloaded the pod, thank you for downloading. And you better just go over to YouTube and hit subscribe while you have, you know, a couple of seconds. And then do all the fun things like share, review, rate, let us know how things are going. Um, Leave a comment, all the things that help grow the show and thank you again for joining us because we have a really really fun show tonight uh where we have one of our guests that we've been waiting to get on the pod and he's been waiting to come on and join us and we are going to have some fun chats uh yep his name's right up there so put your questions down there that'd be wonderful um before we uh, bring in uh, super fan I just want to remind everybody that this Friday, uh, the Elks Watch Party will be down at First Round Downtown with us, and uh, just had confirmation that Dave Jameson will be joining in uh, to be part of the show. We will do uh, some live podcasting pregame, then at halftime, and then a little bit after the game, just to kind of run down uh, our big win, because we already know that that's what's going to happen. And uh, and there's specials through the night on uh, beer, and if you're wearing some Elks gear, you can get wings at half price so uh, make sure that you uh, come down join us for all the fun on friday night all right let's bring in our good friend super fan mike how are you how's it going oh uh, it's, it's going lovely yeah it's uh yeah it's good you know it was a weekend it was supposed to be thunder showers and rain uh it didn't end up being that way for the game so we got to yeah. have some fantastic tailgate uh, the tacos in a bag were a big hit, uh, perhaps <laughs> no bigger kidding. than we originally anticipated. Um, figuring that Toronto isn't always the biggest draw in Edmondson, and we still ended up going through six and a half pounds of meat, uh, <laughs> which is impressive at a third of a cup at a time. Um, yep, it sure is. Yeah, it was great seeing a lot of people. I got to meet up with uh, someone I've talked to on Twitter a lot uh, over the years, uh, a guy named Chris, he's uh, stats underscore junkie on Twitter. Oh, nice. um, okay. You talk to anyone about uh, football history, especially Canadian football history. Uh, he is definitely the guy to talk to. Uh, he's a bomber fan, but we don't hold that against him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he got to hang out and then he came over to, uh, to my place and 
got to hang out in the, in the basement down here for a couple of hours. Supposed to be a 15 minute drop off stayed for three hours. Uh, <laughs> just talking okay. about history, going through uh, stats and things like that. So yeah, a lot of fun. It was uh, definitely a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, and we had uh, some pod faves down there with Don Absolutely. down there uh, from Third Down Gamble. And of Mike course, Graham of was there. Good, uh, yeah, Mike Graham at West of Us. And all of our uh, good uh, Argo fans were there, including, yeah. you know, birthday boy Adam and uh, uh, our good Lori friend Mercy. Lori. That's right. And uh, Adam was kind enough to drop off some local beers from he, that yes. he brought out. Uh, so tonight I'm having a Brock Street. Ooh, which, which way do I have to turn this? There, there we go. go. Strawberry blonde ale. Ooh, let me tell you, it's got some strawberry in there. It's lovely. Got some uh, blonde. So. You're laughing, <laughs> right? Who doesn't like a strawberry blonde? As you said earlier, I better. Yep, you sure should. Uh, all right, let's bring in our guest, shall Please. we? Please. Yeah, I actually already brought him in, kind of uh, because his his camera was over mine until I fixed that. So now we'll just bring him in for reels. Uh, number ninety six, D Lyman, Jamin Pelly. Welcome to the podcast. How's it going? How's it doing? Yeah. Welcome. Thanks. Awesome. We're so glad that we finally yes, got you on the finally. show. We've been uh, working on this for a little bit of time. So uh, now. Whenever we get a player on, we always like to talk about where they came from in football. So um, now a lot of people might have already listened to Antler Up, and so they might know some of this already. But uh, but tell tell us where did uh, like who introduced you to football, and when did you start playing? Um, yeah, I actually it was I was fairly young. I uh, I joined football um, actually a year earlier than the age requirement. I just. I fit the size as, you know, yeah. <laughs> Always yeah. a big guy. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things. I was a big kid for a five-year-old. So, I mean, uh, yeah, so they let me join. I think the age requirement was six, and I, I actually just joined because my cousin played football. So oh, it was cool. family, yeah. So my cousin introduced it to me. We always played in the backyard. I always knew how to throw the football and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, just being at one of his games, the, the coaches noticed me, like, on the sideline just playing with my little brother, um, you know, and we were just playing, playing cat, uh, catch. And, yeah, they asked me how old I was. I said I was five. And they said, well, you don't look five. So, uh, yeah, how, do you want to play football? And, I, yeah, it was history from there. <laughs> how old are you? Five. Six, eh? Great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much exactly. Like, yeah, word for word almost probably. That's oh, that, awesome. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I so, six, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um when you were growing up, were there specific players that you were sort of drawn to in the professional leagues? Um, yeah, you know, growing up, uh, watching the stat, like I was a, I was a Stampeders fan. I'm not going to lie. Growing up, growing up in Calgary. Um, you're wearing like, colors yeah. now, so we let it go. Yeah. You're right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually don't own anything Stampeders anymore. So it's, yeah, it's good. It's an accomplishment for me. So, um, <laughs> Um, yeah, growing up, uh, honestly, watching the Stamps games, I, I like Charleston. He was – he was right. it's kind of cool because, you know, I've, I've seen him in kind of all different phases. So I've seen him as a fan um, when I was a kid. And then um, being able to do some practice roster with the Stampeders uh, coming out of high school, um, I was able to be like a teammate with him. Um, and then now I go against him. So it's kind of – kind of cool that I've, I've watched him on tv and like in my uh my hometown and then now i'm going against him every well not anymore but last year i was going against him and uh i was his teammate prior to that so um that was the guy i probably looked up to just being on the d-line and i was smaller like i was always the big kid in high school but i was i was a lot slimmer in high school i, <laughs> right. I didn't weigh 
I wasn't a great 12 weight and 340 pounds. But, no. <laughs> um, no, yeah, no, geez. I think, yeah, I think some doctors would have some problems with that one. Um, but no, yeah, I was a little bit slimmer in high school. So I played defensive end um, and linebacker. So I liked his pass rushing and on, on the outside and stuff. So he was a guy I looked up big time uh, in the CFL for sure. Did you ever get to tell him you were my favorite when I was a little kid? He'd love that. <laughs> I, I did. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I did go through a moment of like fangirl or whatever. Uh, I, yeah, I went through a moment where like my first or second day uh, practicing with them, I, you know, I, I was asking guys to take pictures and oh, I was thinking it back to it, like thinking back to it, like now where I'm at, like if there was a kid just doing what I was doing, yeah, I'd probably be like, what the, like, what the heck is this kid asking me to take pictures for? Like, like act professional, but I, I didn't care. I was taking pictures and I was, yeah, no, I had I had a great time there. So, um, yeah, no, I uh, I definitely asked him to take a picture, and I told him he was he was a a guy that I looked up to a lot. So that's awesome. Oh, that, that's yeah. amazing. No, not everybody gets to do that, right? Yeah. They don't get to not only the chance to tell them that, but then to actually play, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on yeah. the same field like that. That doesn't always happen. So that that's really no, cool. Exactly. Yeah. yeah really um, cool. Now. Uh, and, and I understand, like, you, you were born in Calgary, you grew up in Calgary, um, you uh, ended up playing with the Dinos, um, yeah. and uh, a pretty good team, um, as much as it yeah. pains me to say that. Um, yeah, but uh, what? tell us about that experience, though, playing in uh, university ball. Yeah, no, that it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a great experience, you know, um, playing junior, I played junior football um the years prior to the one year that I did in U sports um but I played junior in uh high school actually I didn't do high school football I, instead okay. I chose to play junior for the Colts um so doing that you know I always put myself to the test early on in my career so I was going against 22 year olds when I was 17 and see I've always kind of been you know going at it like that um so then you know when I made the jump to U sports uh it was it was quite the experience because I already like put myself to like, I've already prepared myself the years prior to, to be in that position. Um, you know, so joining the team, I fit right in and I, like, I felt like playing wise, like I, I excelled there, but, um, being in the team, the team itself, um, it was, it was a dream come true to be honest, like having the year that we had, um, and knowing that I was only there for the one year, one year. that we, you know what I mean? Like, that was an experience that like I will never forget, obviously. Um, but you know, like the guys that we had in the locker room, that that was an experience as well in itself. Like I, I, I've said it a bunch of times and I always will say it. Um I've argued I argue it in the locker room a lot against uh some of my American counterparts that uh that team, we were no joke that we really could have probably taken on some serious Div one competitors and um, you know, played high level football. There was I think twenty two out of 24 of us that are or were on active rosters from 2019 till till now. So there's only two guys that weren't on active rosters and that was a quarterback and I think a fullback. Wow. So, That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 pretty ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Now I I I have to I know we it everybody sees it when they look about the highlights for Jamin Pelly when he got to rush in a touchdown <laughs> and uh how how did that feel? Like, cause you you probably never got that experience before. No, yeah, no, um, yeah, it was a it was a great experience. Um, that was my second attempt. I want to, I, oh. I don't, 
I don't. Okay, I, it wasn't the second attempt of that game. Right. Okay. But it was my second attempt at rushing. Um. So I want to. I do want to say I don't think we were on the goal line my first attempt. I think we might have been like four yards off the goal line, and okay. I just had to. Get, we had like a yard to get to the first down, then we'd be first and goal, right? So, I think it, I think we got the first down when I rushed though. But uh, that touchdown, yeah, that was a special moment. Um, and we really wanted to we really wanted to look at what the heaviest touchdown in football like history would have been because I feel like I would have taken the cake on that. I was four hundred and five pounds that year, so <laughs> I think I would have taken the, taken the cake for the heaviest uh, touchdown in history. I feel like I'm not sure how big Refrigerator Perry was for the Bears, but uh, that's that could be. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think I think I think looking at it, I think he was like three ninety or something like that. There you go. Ooh. I think I might. I think I might have had him there. So, <laughs> yeah. so I wouldn't want to have been a linebacker with that coming at me. That's for no. sure. Well, if, yeah. If so I, in the in the video, there's there's two DBs that are are standing right in the hole that I'm running in, and uh, yeah, they they weren't too determined to step up and try and stop me. So <laughs> yeah, they just they just kind of let me in, and it was it was all good. If you can, if you turn up the volume, you can hear one of them scream as they fall yeah, down because sure. that would be <laughs> that would be what I'd do. I'd be yeah. like, ah! No, please just yeah. run over. Yeah, it's fine. Um, uh, now, the team has had a bit of struggles going in from the one. So, have you offered your services to just pile please. through, or have you like? <laughs> I've honestly, I've been in since uh, since I got switched over to O line last year in that camp. I've been in their ear saying that, hey, I played fullback in college. Like, I know my ball security is pretty good, and and I can get a yard. I've been saying that since last year. I've been trying to get that that short yardage uh, fullback position since last year. So I'm still in his ear till this day, but uh, they, they put me on the tight end spot now. So we'll see how that goes. All right. Well, baby steps. Oh. We'll move you back. Yeah, baby, there it is. That's baby right. steps. Yeah. <laughs> Leanne in the chat says you were like Moses parting the Red Sea. Yeah, <laughs> Except uh, I guess you were the Red Sea, but yeah. That's oh, right. Geez. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was fun times for sure. Awesome. So after college, you were selected, uh, obviously, in the supplementary draft uh, by the Elks. Did you have any sort of idea that, that they were going to be the ones picking you? Yeah, uh, I stopped trying to say that, like, oh, no, I, I don't know. Like, it was kind of, yeah, I knew. They, <laughs> Jones, Jones made it pretty pretty clear to me that, like, yeah, like, you're you're my type of player, and, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you. Um, he just kind of wanted to know that, like, you know, it was it was three years since I played football, so he just really wanted to know that like my heart was still in it, you know, and he just wanted to make sure that it was it, it would be worth it for him, you know what I mean? So that was more so like I just had to prove to them that I really wanted it, which it wasn't hard to do because I I truly did. So, um, you know, um, I, yeah, I knew I'm not gonna lie and say no, I had no idea. I I knew 100% that I would either be going here or nowhere. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, I knew I yeah. So so we pick you in the supplemental draft. You come into your first training camp and you're automatically on the O line. And I, I remember this because even us that were up, uh, we have a group of us that always come to training camp and we're sitting up in the top and and uh and you know we're looking over the list and you come out and we and we see you're lining up at O line and all of us are like, what? what? what is going on? Like, what is this enough? Like, what is Jones doing with this one now? So, um, 
what what was that experience like like your very first training camp and you're in a position you've really never played like yeah i'm gonna be honest here um yeah it was tough it was really it was hard there's a lot of things going on um during camp because like obviously like it's a pro football camp so like that in itself is is an ordeal like it's a lot of football um whether that's on the field not on the field like that's what a lot of people don't understand is when we're in camp a lot of those meetings they're uh they're long and they're they're strenuous um so yeah um coming in and playing o-line learning a whole new technique and then honestly like i i honestly try and tell people that learning o-line coming from d-line is way harder than learning d-line coming from o-line um you know because it's it's a whole different game um and then like things that you can't get away with on the o-line you 100 percent can on the d-line like holding and grabbing and all that stuff so i i really struggled with that for for the first part of camp um and then you know like i uh i credit those big guys that are on the offensive side of the ball because that playbook is is big large and in charge like it is it is a hefty playbook like uh, it's not a joke those are there's a lot of pages in their playbook and uh you know learning the plays and keeping all of them in in, in your head is not an easy thing to do um but yeah, for me, more so, the problem that I struggled with on the offensive line was uh, was the technique. It was just hard unlearning D line. I just natural fle- like reflexes. I played all my life being on the defensive side of the ball. Like, yeah, it was it was yeah. It was, if I was trying to make the team on the O line, I would not have made the team. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think that makes you a better player having played both sides of that line? Yeah. Yes and no. Um, because yes, because now I get what the O line's trying to do, right. and I know what they're trying to use against me. But no, because now, well, not now, but no, because if I think too much, then I'm not playing freely. You're thinking right. like that's mm. that's a big problem in in football is thinking too much. Like if, yeah. you, if you think too much, you're not playing freely, and yeah, that's you need to be pray, playing freely for sure. So um, I would say yes and no, but more so yes. Like the initial understanding, like what the counter to what I've already known right. that that is a great help for sure. Yeah. Maybe in like when you're doing film and practice, it maybe helps. Yeah. More oh yeah. To- oh yeah. Especially, especially, yeah. Like you said, film for sure. Cause I know the techniques that they're going to be using against me. Now I can practice throughout the week, how to defeat that for sure. Yeah. But yeah. in the game time, if you're if in the game time, if you notice certain things, cause it's, yeah, you can, I'm not going to, I'm not ever going to give it away right now, but you know, <laughs> the game and uh if you think about those things too much yeah i can definitely you'll be hyper focused on it and uh yeah it, it can do it can do some damage to you other than for you so for sure you, I mean, you can come back in like 10 15 20 years after you're retired and tell us all about then so yeah, absolutely i will do that I, I hold me to it i'll do it outstanding <laughs> so now you're in your second year you're like a known name uh both on the team and in the city um, what's it like being out in the community uh, and repping the Elks or at least asking for Apex coins? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's been, it's been special because I've, I've been talking a lot through, uh, with my teammates, um, especially ones that have played in other cities. Cause I'm trying to just like, I've this year for some reason, I'm just more into the community aspect of teams. So I've asked like other players like, uh, Conor, I have, I've had a good chat with him cause he went to, my same alma mater, you know right. what I mean? And yeah. 
So me and him had a good chat going to BC because he's played in BC as well. And I've asked him about the fan base there and how it was playing there and if he liked it there. And he, he said, yeah, I was good and all that stuff. Um, but he said, and I and I agree with this, he said there's no place to play like Edmonton. Like, like no matter what, like the fan base that we have is like, we'll always have it. Like there's, uh, you know, like the game attendance, that, that doesn't really come in hand with how many people actually love the Eskimos. And I'll say the Eskimos because – I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to just say the Elks because I know a lot of guys that have tons and tons of memorabilia of the Eskimos and like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I hope you guys. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. There's actually like like I've been helped out in the city through guys like that and like what the program's done for me as well. Like there's a tire guy that we all know through the. There it is, and uh, yeah. So like things like that. Like it's just it's amazing here, and like the atmosphere is 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 really good um you know aside from the home losing streak like right. i know it sucks like it absolutely sucks and like that's what i that's what i'm trying to tell people like that i interact with all the time is that it hurts us just as much like it oh, like sure. i don't even like like the competitiveness in me like yes i want to win like nothing more in me than wants to win but i really really want to win for the fans that's like that's like i just know how fun it could be if you know what i mean so like yeah, there's no place playing in like in like Edmonton, you know what I mean? So um that that was one thing for sure that uh, I was happy about and you know, I, I really enjoy here. Um, you know, being out in the community is something I've always, always wanted to do. Um, because I was that kid out in the community. I've been a mm-hmm. and this is what I say, I've been a I've been a CFL fan as a kid in Canada where football is not the dominant sport here. Um, and I've been that kid where all it takes is you know, me to go after a game, win or lose, and go sign a few autographs, and I'll be a, you know, a detrimental part to a child's life. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the coolest thing to me, and like I couldn't ask to do more. You know what I mean? So that's that's awesome for me. That's my favorite part about the fans and the interaction with the community. Wow. Well, speaking with a, an eleven-year-old son who does love going to training camp and games, everything else, it makes a huge difference for sure. Just a a minute or less of your time to a child is just like, wow, like they made me feel special. And yeah, we're the same way. Like I was a little kid and I had this big yeah. lineman come up to me and he was massive. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been a fan ever since I was seven years old. And, and that's, and that like, for me, like that's, that's the coolest part. Cause now I get to be that, that person. And that was like, that's, that's the coolest thing. I can't like, that's awesome. Like, I mean, like, I, I do get that no matter what, because I have two kids that look at me like that for the yeah. rest of their lives, which that's the best, that's the absolute best thing. But, yeah. you know, being that thing, being that person in other kids' eyes, that's like all I all I could ever ask for. And it, it feels like a great responsibility that I love and I would like to accept. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not like, oh, I got to go do this. I got to go, you know, <laughs> it's, I, I, I really love doing it for the kids for sure. That's fantastic. And and I'm glad that you also do things that are fun. Like the the that answering the questions and and how they played it at the end of how much you loved Apex. Like it was oh. it was hilarious. And oh, and like my son and I still joke about it because he's like, I don't play Apex. <laughs> but, he's like, but he was laughing. He's like, I know what those are. Like he thought that yeah. was a big deal, right? Like Yeah, yeah. And so well, and that's the yeah. thing too. That's what we've been talking to with the team is like like for me and this touches home because like i said canadian kid we need to grow the foot like the game of football especially the cfl game 
so much more in Canada to the youth. Like a lot of, and I, I can use my, my kids school as an example. A lot of those kids didn't really know too much about football. Um, until I started going there and then I read them a book. I brought in the spike book that we have for the Elks. Nice. Um, I read them that book and then, you know, just going in and picking her up every day and did a, like creating a repertoire with the school. Um, and then, you know, I got onto some of the billboards, um, for like the advertising and then being like doing that, I'd go to the school and like the kids would be like, Hey, I seen you on the billboard today. <laughs> so like doing that, like that was cool. But then now those kids are in tune with the game yeah. and they got their parents at home watching the game. So like, that was, that was like something that is really, really enjoyable for me. Um, I really love that. Yeah. Oh, that, that's like, amazing. Yeah. And the apex apex goes a long way. I know video games is such a big, big thing. And I, I honestly, I can't lie. I'm, I'm probably just as much into it as those 11 year olds. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I said I really do love the game. I really do love yeah. the game. Um, as, as you should, as you should. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your own. yeah exactly. Um, all right, well, you, you talked about your kids. Um, now, I know at Fan Day, we, we got a chance to kind of catch up and, and talked a bit uh, about the tragedy you had with, with your daughter. Um, yeah. And the thing that you said to us that, that really hit home with me is, is that you know, it, it means that we're humans too. And um, so, I mean, tell us a bit about that time, the, the support you got from the team and, and the community and, and, uh, and, and everybody that kind of reached out to you and, and, and how that has gone down for you. Yeah. So um, yeah, of course, um, uh, February, uh, my five month old daughter passed away, um, you know, uh, very tough and it was sudden. Uh, yeah. There was no signs, no, Thing we can we could do or could tell um very unfortunate um mm. but um you know i had great support with all my teammates like tremendous support with all my teammates um you know we all were mourning the death of uh, a fellow teammate christian salisbury um which yeah it was bad bad timing it was really <laughs> really bad uh, yeah like it was terrible timing um you know and uh with that like it was it was bad. So like my, my teammates were mourning too. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, they, they offered their best support as they could. And, you know, some, some that I'm closer with helped more obviously. And, you know, uh, my coaches were really, really supportive. Um, they were calling me, checking in on me every day. And one guy that I really have to give a big shout out and I'll, I'll stop everything. I have to shout out uh, is Brian Cheeseman. He's our head yes. uh, athletic therapist. Yeah. He's a great guy. Everyone knows him. Everyone loves him. Everyone who met him, you know, they love him. Um, but he is a guy that has, like, stood by my side and, like, almost, like, held my hand through the, the whole thing. Um, he's given me, like, any resource I've ever needed. Like, he'll be the one to sit down and talk to me. Um, you know, him and uh, another girl, Lisa, that's mm -hmm. our other yep. assistant therapist. We had them both on the show. So, yeah, they're amazing. Okay, yeah, they're, they're, both of them have been so, so amazing. Um, you know, and they, they, they continue to help me and, you know, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, I like to be open with this cause you know, it's real life. And I, 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 there's no point in me hiding it. Cause like everyone's going through real life at some point, like people go through things that, you know, um, they don't talk about, but I feel like talking about it being open with what you're going through is, is really healthy. So, um, you know, I'm still struggling with that for sure. Um, I I'd be lying to say I'm fine and I'm good. Um, you know, there's bad days and there's good days. Um, but uh, the, the support I've been having is, is very, very good. 
Um, and then, yeah, the support I got through the fans has been amazing. Um, you know, like I, I think, I think social media is a good tool to connect with people, um, you know, and uh, I've been just receiving tons and tons of support and continuous support, which I appreciate all of it. I see everyone's messages and I always, I try and reply my best. I very, I really, really do. And uh, it's always, it's always great to get uh, the comments and the helping hands. Um, but yeah, it's been tough and you know, it's been tough on my kids. I um, bet. Yeah, which I didn't really understand. And I, it's, it's hard to deal with because it doesn't affect them like it affects me or my wife where we're just sad and we're crying because it affects them more in a way that they can't control their emotions because they don't know how to regulate their emotions, right? So uh -huh. they get mad or they get they get like super just upset over nothing. And it's just, a, you can tell that it's really affecting them, um, you know? And it's tough because like she was an infant and she wasn't, she was young, but yeah. the amount of time that we had with her was significant, like five months. Yeah. It was, that's, that's like that for me, that was the world. Cause she was the only one, my only child that I had like pre one year that I was oh. able to be with, that I was able to be with a hundred percent. So my other two children, when I had them, my first one, I had to work to support all mm -hmm. of us like crazy. Um, I think I had to work two jobs. That was an ordeal in itself. And then, our yeah. And then our second child, I had five days going into uh, our university main camp. So that was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, uh, it was tough being a dad at that point. But with Janae, um, you know, we had her in the season, which was that was another story where we got dropped off by, yeah, another story I'll get. I'll get into for sure. Um, but yeah, we had her in the season and, you know, it, the season ended fairly quick after we had her. I right. think we had like three or four games left. Um, so then after the season ended, I was in Edmonton the whole off season and I was at home every single day and I was with her every single day, you know, being where I've always wanted to be, but never could be with my other two. And it was such an amazing feeling that it honestly, it felt it felt so amazing. Like I can't describe those five months other than amazing. But at the time, you know, like I, I would probably describe them that way. Sleepless. <laughs> and it was honestly, like looking back at it, like I would trade everything in for it again. But, um, you know, it was, uh, it was tough because yeah, we did grow a good, a good relationship. She didn't speak. She didn't walk. She didn't do anything, but she was funny. And yeah, she was, she was a good little bugger. So, yeah. um, you know, uh, it's tough and it, it, it's going to continue to be tough. You know, uh, no one puts a time frame on these things. So, um, you know, I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing well. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm doing bad. I'm doing pretty well. Um, and my wife's doing pretty well as well. So, yeah, that's, that's great to hear. And, and of course, you know, we reached out when that happened, but of course you, we, we keep saying, you know, you have all of our support as well. And we're, we're both dads. So we, we get it. And, uh, uh, you know, to some degree, obviously don't, don't, yeah. don't fully get it, but oh, yeah. we can only imagine. Um, yeah. and, uh, and, and yeah, it's, there's, like you said, you, you guys are human too. Like you, yeah. you, yes, you play a sport and yes, we are all wanting you to succeed and, and, and win for the city and for us and so that we can cheer and all those things. Uh, but you got other stuff you got to deal with too, because every day it's, you, you don't just do football. 
there's yeah. other things, yeah. right? So and that's, and that's a lot of things. Yeah, like 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 we were talking about. That's a lot of things that like I, I bet people do understand. And I get like there is the thing like there is the whole entire argument. Like yeah, it's our job, and yeah, we get it totally. But at the same the same time, we like we said, we are human, and uh, you know everyone everyone has their days, and you know um, you know we go through things just like everybody else. So um, yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's tough. I bet. I bet. Um, all right, let's grab a couple of fan questions and then we'll uh, we'll jump over to the game recap. Uh, I don't know if y'all much you're excited to talk about that, but we'll talk about it a little bit. Um, uh, do we have a couple of fan questions in there, Mike? Yeah, we'll just grab a couple here. Uh, this is from Scout from the Shotgun Sports oh, Network yeah. in Elksherd. Yeah. Uh, a question that I, I think is important. Uh, does Jamin use any beard products? <laughs> nope. Nope. This is, I, I promise you, a hundred percent natural. I don't do anything. I need to shave it. Wow. Um, I don't do anything. Yeah, no oil. No, I'm. I wash my face. That's about it. I just use some Clinique face wash or something like that. Uh, but yeah, no product in the beard. Um, I am. I don't know. I don't want to show my hair off too bad. It's pretty bad. But I am growing my hair. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm growing my hair. I'm gonna get a mullet by the end of the year. So. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Well, my, my brother sells beard products. If you need anything, let me know. We'll hook you up. Hey, okay. Well, I'm I'm not close-minded though. I, I I do find that I'm 100% natural, but I, but I uh, I'm I'm not afraid to accept anything. You know, try anything once. I yeah, guess. we'll 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 bring you some some black vulture. It'll be great. Uh, <laughs> outstanding. So uh, Leanne wants to ask a uh, question for Jamin. What's the story behind the tattoo on the front of your neck? Oh, so yeah, this, um, I actually, it's my daughter's name. There's, we were just talking about it. So it, oh, it's, nice. it's a little bit cursive. I yeah. So yeah, you can't really see it. I got some hairs coming, growing and stuff, yeah, but it, sure. uh, it says J A N A E. And then it has a halo. I don't know how much. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Yeah. And then on the sides, it's two wings, but the wings, they're not, they're not like copy and paste identical. So they're a little bit different, yeah. a little bit of different build up i wanted it to be like i'll be honest this one's a little bit smaller i wanted one to be smaller and one to be bigger like nemo uh, oh like, nice okay uh, yeah, yeah. it's just like the like the smallest like it's probably like that much smaller yeah. so. right that's not not too much big so yeah that's that's what it is right there it says janae awesome. and then it's just the wings with the halo so and just a couple swirls how much did that hurt to get that oh, one? Oh my goodness oh <laughs> <laughs> It hurts just thinking about it. I can uh, imagine. Yeah. So the wings, I, like I don't know how much detail you can see, but yeah. the wings, oh, yeah. the wings, they were more. Sh- I, I don't know if you guys have tattoos, but they're more yeah. shaded. Yeah. Um, shading a shading needle doesn't hurt as much as the lettering. So yeah. the lettering here that hurt a lot. Um, but I would say the hardest part about it, like it, it not the most, not the most hurtful part, but the hardest part is laying flat and then having your head. Yeah. Hanging, off, hanging off the table and then he's pushing on your chin so he's pushing on your chin right and oh. stretching your skin so you can't breathe it's you're, you're clenching your jaw and then every time you breathe your neck kind of like bubbles or moves and it's <laughs> yeah it's hell so um all in all it took six hours so wow yeah, okay do that with you will that's yeah. uh you are a stronger man than i am i will yeah. tell you that i i have some letters that's all i have uh <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the letters are fine but yeah, uh, no, that would be uh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that's a little 
crazy. I've, mine was five and a half hours, so it, it took a yeah, while. Yeah, but yeah. but yeah. I had mine on my shoulder, so yeah, yeah. yeah. This this thing, I think, all in all, with this, uh, this was like, geez, maybe thirty-two hours. Yeah, holy. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. The 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 drop on the paper, like how they stenciled it, mm-hmm. he he wrapped it around his lady's leg. So wow. my arm was the same size as this lady's leg. So, yeah, that's, yeah wow. that's why. It's, yeah. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, okay, let's do a little quick rapid fire questions here, and then uh, and then we'll get to a couple of things before we can get you out of here. Um, all right. So, what's your favorite food? Um, geez, gotta go with uh, Halifax Donair, like a down down east Halifax Donair. Nice. You have a few of them here in Edmonton, which I yep. do. I do admire. Um, there's only one place in Calgary that I go to for Donair. So nice. um, I would say, uh, yeah, Donair or sushi. Ooh, oh. good picks. Good picks. Love yeah. it. Lots of that all over the place. Uh, okay, for relaxation, what's your favorite movie? Um, gosh, uh, don't yeah, don't burn me for this one. Uh, same name as my dog, Django. Nice. Django. Oh, nice. Like Django. Yeah, I'm big. So big powerful. Boy. I don't know. It's just, I love it. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just a good movie. The Dean is silent. It, it's, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah, is, uh, what music are you listening to these days? Oof. Um, listening to quite a bit of Nickelback. Um, nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They had the show here. So yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Nickelback. Um, and then uh, I would say some rap. Just some names. ESTG. Some okay. new guy coming up. So. Some rap, but I do listen to Nickelback. Yeah, burn it to the ground. I've been listening to that one a lot. Nice <laughs> guy I went to school with used to be their drummer. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Way back in the day. All right. So <laughs> let's assume a, a ticket to anywhere in the world is one dollar. Where would you go? Anywhere with one dollar. Um. Jeez. Oh. Tokyo. Nice. Okay. Tokyo. All right. Oh, yeah. they're, they're generous people. I feel like they'd help me out over there. <laughs> you or, would get pulled aside. For... Yeah. Or it be, yeah, it could be a celebrity. I'd be the biggest guy there. And I'd be a, <laughs> just you know, see, a celebrity. Everybody could see you. Yeah. I had a few yeah, friends yeah. that were super tall and people would grab them and pull them to get photos with them. Yeah, all the time. I went, yeah, I went to China. I went to China for like the junior championship. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that that's hilarious! Um, all right, cookies or chips? Cookies for sure. Cookies, <laughs> yeah, cookies. Sweet tooth. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, when you're not playing football or studying or, or working out, what do you like to do? Video games, yeah. yeah. <laughs> video games, yeah. Uh, probably over all those. Uh, uh, yeah, video games. Yeah. All right. So, how many Apex coins do you have? Oh, geez. Um. Like 1800, I think. <laughs> oh, you've done pretty well. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We'll have to uh, get a few uh, of the fans to help out. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for them. I've, I've gone to ask my gamer tag, like what my what my username is. Yeah. Quite good. So I don't, I don't know if I've, if I've received any of the friend requests yet, but uh, I know a few of, a few of the 11 year old, 12 year old kids have my, uh, have my personal gamer tag. That's um, awesome. That's yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> so on game day, do you have any pregame rituals? Um, 
Uh, other than like, I try not to eat as like I try to eat maybe a six inch sub. That's like as much as I'll eat. If yeah. if I don't have like a six inch sub or like a sandwich along those sorts, yeah, I won't eat. That's probably my only thing that I try and keep light. I don't like going to a game on a full stomach at all. What kind of sub? Uh, sweet onion chicken teriyaki. Nice. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not the most healthiest one. I'm not picking like the freaking. Cold cut, but yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Right a whole bunch of extra onions before you go face to face with a guy. That's just oh yeah, sure you know, gonna... yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, especially that extra sweet onion sauce. Oh all yeah, those, all those D line tricks. I know. Um, uh, so you've been now, like you said, second year with the with the Elks. Uh, what does the EE way mean to you? Um, just doing it right. Like I just, I feel like it's. I, like I walk into the the stadium every day and like we see all like the great names on the walls we see we walk through these stairways and I don't know if a lot of the fans get a chance to see them I don't know if you guys have seen them but oh, yeah. They, yeah yeah I don't know why you wouldn't have but yeah <laughs> the, the, walking in those stairways like you know what I mean like it's just like a special feeling um and it's just like pride like you have to have pride and you have to do things right I feel like it's just as as far back as I can remember even being a Calgary fan like EE was always like a great like they set the tone on how to do it you know um so I think it's just it's all about um you know playing hard playing the right way um and I think it's all about the fans like I like I do think that it's such a heavy fan-based team that that's like the driving point of everything which that's where it makes it hard in the last couple of years yeah oh I bet I bet um all right let's do a quick uh game recap here because we don't really want to uh, talk about that one too much, too much. Yeah, yeah. Often. uh so elks uh dropped 43 31 to the argos um held until halftime third quarter did not go so well um a couple of a couple of good things in this game though um super fan why don't you start with uh what you saw that was good in the game i thought the offense uh certainly produced a lot I don't want to say better, but they seem right. to get their their stride a lot better than in BC. We got to see some offensive touchdowns, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that um, for all that happened, it just seemed like the offense just seemed to be clicking a lot more, uh, especially when Deggy came in. It yeah. seemed to be one of those things that, not that Cornelius was doing, I mean, he had no, 14 thought, of 18. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, just being able to see him connect with some of the uh, uh players especially at dunbar uh yeah i thought it a great game yeah absolutely um jamin tell tell us a little bit about the like going up against that argo o-line because they, they have a like a monstrous and yeah. difficult o-line like what what was that like yeah so um yeah <laughs> um yeah i guess like being as a player like one thing that i can say uh, for the argos is that they are like let's be real, they are the defending great coaches. Yeah. Like, like that's I feel like that's one thing that this game, like we kind of it wasn't like it wasn't brought up as much as maybe it should have been, but that's not an excuse at all. Um, you know, um, yeah, the D line didn't play to where we can at all. Um mm-hmm. even to the past two games that we had prior, um, we didn't play to even that standard and those aren't even our best standards, you know. Um, but yeah, going against that Toronto line, um, it was difficult. You know, they have they have uh, that big Griffin kid that stepped in mm-hmm. for uh, for um, Ciroc, 
Oh, Sirocco that uh, was injured game time decision. Um, and you know what? He's big. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Need too, I didn't need too much into him because I thought I thought Darius was playing because I, you know, he's a UFC guy too. Him yep. and Peter Castro. Yeah. Both of those guys are both UFC guys. Um, you know, so I thought both of them were playing. So I didn't really read into. I didn't look into him. Okay. And then yeah, once I once I stepped on the field for pregames and seen that he was a little bit taller than me, I was like, okay, here we go. Um, yeah, and that was that was the thing. And then you know, Peter's a guy I've gone against my whole life. Um, I played um, midget football. That's that's our Calgary's yep. spring football league outside of high school. Mm-hmm. I played midget with him. Like we've been friends for a very very long time. So that was also kind of a bad thing for me because he's played on the D line with me. Oh, okay. He, okay. he knows my moves. He knows what I do. He knows what I like. <laughs> That's where I kind of got uh, a little messed up because he knew what I was. He knew what I was going to do, and he told obviously everybody. So, um, <laughs> I was something, you know, yeah, they had that other guy that was in the middle, uh, Hunter. I think he's a four-year NFL vet guy. So, like, he's a good guy too. Like, you can't. You have to give credit where credit's due, right? Like, they're not. They're not a bad O line unit. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't win the Great Cup last year and be bad this year. Yep, um, not usually. So, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, like, that's where I feel like our problems in the D-line room lied. lied. Um, you know, and that and that running back is a good, good, good Yeah, back. A.J. Roulette. Like, yeah, he, like I said, got to give credit. Like, I'm not trying to make excuses. They, uh, no. they're just, they're just good. Like, they're not, they're not bad. So, yeah. Um, that's where my input on the D line and like their O line circumstances were, um, and you know um, there were some things um, scheme wise that I feel like we could have done better. And Jones been and our whole defensive coaches um, today we've been talking about it and what we're going to be game planning forward. Obviously, um, it's a long season and everyone knows that. Everyone knows that we've seen teams that have started out in the same category we have, uh, you know, go to go to championships and stuff like that. So. Um, you know, it's all about how we're going to make our corrections and how we always bounce back. And I know that's been preached a lot and, uh, everyone's kind of just waiting for us to shut up and do it. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, it is, it is about making corrections and I feel like we're getting there. Like we're, like you said, like the offense stepped up and it was nice to see Jarrett getting in there and throwing it and, you know, getting his, you know, kind of chance where, um, you know, not to knock Taylor cause Taylor, I'm a fan of Taylor and oh, I right. Yeah, I'm a fan of Taylor, and I, I, I think there's something going on with him that I don't. I, I, it's not my place to say. I don't know what's going on, but I, I, I hope it gets figured out for him. I love him, but uh, you know, I'm happy for Jared too because I've been telling him since camp. I, I've liked him since camp. I've told him just, just to stay ready because you know it is a long season. On top of that, like we oh, tell sure. every, we tell everyone, like everyone in the locker room, we always say stay ready because you never know who's going to go down or what's going to happen, what's going to transpire. Um, you know, so seeing him get out there and, you know, it just seemed like it was a guy taking his opportunity and like seizing it, you know yeah, what I mean? It, like, totally. That was his shot and he took it by the horns, you know what I mean? So it was, it was, it was fun to watch. It sucked that it kind of happened as late as it did because <laughs> who, who knows, right? Yeah. But with that being said, at least we have some like, you know, moving forward, you get, you get building blocks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a little bit. Yeah. And and talk about somebody who is coming in and kind of seizing their opportunity. Uh, CJ Sims uh, yeah. had a monster game. And, oh. and what does that do for you guys on the sidelines when you see those like, giant returns no, that we haven't seen in a while? Like it, it, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, and you know what? Honestly, it was it was a magical moment because 
for like a, I seen a little spark of Saul's there. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like him running off, I'm getting goosebumps like saying that. Like, I'm, I don't know if you guys see it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like him running off the field and smiling, like just being. That's that's what I like about our our football team is like no matter what we do, we're gonna have fun. Like we're always gonna be having fun and like doing what we're doing. And just seeing him run off at the field, like smiling after every return, and you know getting mad because he's this close. Like same thing Sauls would do every time. This close, yeah. this close, yeah. this close. <laughs> mad. And, you know it's uh it it was magical and it was uh it was it was super cool to watch him get his shot again, like you said, and he sees it for sure. You got a big shout out uh, in meetings today yeah. so oh good, I good. don't yeah. doubt it yeah he he had a massive game so that yeah, that, yeah. that was exciting um uh all right anything else on this game you want to chat about there super fan uh yeah i mean it's going to come as no surprise to anyone <laughs> that knows me or watches the show uh i'm always a big fan of the run game both on uh you know the run on offense and stopping the run on defense and it's just like only seven carries between brown and brooks you got to give them more than that. Like these are incredibly talented running backs and to, you've got to give them more opportunities to, to wear down that other team's defensive line and defense. Um, I mean, and some of the seven carries, two of them were goal line attempts uh, at the yeah. two yard line. Yeah. So really only five rushing attempts, really. Um, we've got to have more than that. You got to have faith, especially when it was so close mm-hmm. uh, up until that third quarter, like just, Beat them, and even in the end, just beat them the rock. Yeah, well, we've been we talk about the bros, Brooks yeah. and Brooks and Brown, and uh, I believe that was your nickname, Mike. I don't want to you know steal all your thunder, but I do like calling them the bros. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, we want we want to see more. Hell yes, more handoffs. Uh, both of them on the field. Wishbone, come on, Mike's all excited. Yeah, you need three you for the wishbone. Well, yeah. see, Jamin will be the other one. It'll be perfect. Where's the ball going? Where's on the one yard line? Jamin, Brooks, and Brown all in the yeah. backfield. Where? Those two are my lead blockers, and I'm in the ball. There, I like it. <laughs> I think they might say it the other way, but I, I, no, I think no, it'd be no, no, they'd be fine with it. It'd be a great setup. Yeah, great. Yeah, setup. you need. Whoever's bigger has the final say. That's, yes. That's <laughs> well, you you win on both fronts. Yeah. Ken Ludwig yeah, did win. say that uh, Refrigerator Perry was three thirty-five when he scored his touchdown. Oh, <laughs> see, no shot. Yeah. Oh, I had him almost. See, I was I was almost like a hundred pounds heavier than him. Yeah. No <laughs> shot. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, see, I didn't even know what I was talking about. I was giving him credit where credit was not due. <laughs> I I have that record for sure. Yes. Yeah. He says he thought it was three seventy at other times, but when his touchdown, he's three thirty-five. So there, that's that's what it was. See, I knew he was around the three eighty. Yeah. I did. I think I did. We searched it up, so I think I did know know that. Yep. Um. Yeah, I should have got that record. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you, yeah, we'll give Woo. it. We give it to you already. Yeah. Well, let's get it in a pro game now. Then we'll have it. Call Guinness. Yeah. There you go. Guinness. That's what we need. Um, uh, last thing that I'm going to say is that uh, I need to apologize to uh, Jake Julian because I put out a tweet saying the one thing I am absolutely not worried about with this team is punting. And on the next punt, to the punt got blocked, and I'm like. I, I'm sorry. I really apologize. I Shut love your dirty mouth. I love Julian's punting, I, and, and I love the 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 um, sky time on it. Whatever you want to call it, hang, hang time. time. Hang time. Yeah. Yep. I, I 
I've really, really been impressed and I should not have tweeted that out and made life worse for him. I'm terribly sorry. Uh, I will not do it again. I'll wait till after the game. Um, but uh, otherwise, uh, that, that was that was tough. A um, couple of um, roster moves that uh, we, of course, uh, heard about earlier in the week. Uh, Kyle Oxley being released uh, and then some signings with linebacker Josiah Shackle from the U of A uh, coming in, who was uh, selected by Calgary last year um, and then released. And we wanted him then. And now we got him. So that's yeah. uh, fantastic. Nothing like a Canadian linebacker from a local school that can uh, probably help on the special teams as well. And uh, fullback Mario Villamazar, who uh, played 40 games with BC. Uh, and we did notice today that uh, Tanner Green was on the injured list. So hopefully um, that wasn't a sign that it's a, a long thing for Tanner and we hope he's okay. Um of course, Gino was also on the injured list today, and hopefully that's nothing too major as well. So a uh, couple of small changes there. Uh, One more at- signing today, too. Oh, yes, of course. Today we oh, signed uh, quarterback Khalil Tate back, um, who will be uh, great for those uh, those short yardage plays um, and uh, and very, very mobile quarterback, which we saw yeah. in Calgary uh, in exactly. the recent game. So uh, excellent to have him back as well. Uh, Mike, do you want to do a quick hoard and tell here, and then we'll get to some setup for the game? That sounds good. Uh, I'll try to get through it as quick as possible on this one. Um, So uh, a lot of things are out there are very obviously labeled CFL. You can get programs, you can get cards, uh, you can get uh, most of the things you can see behind me there that are specifically made for and sold by the CFL. But another thing that's out there um, are magazines that aren't necessarily CFL magazines, um, but will have CFL content. And this is going way back. Uh, anyone that's been to the dentist or maybe the doctors will recognize that Reader's Digest. Uh, there's a lovely one here. That's for a, a picture from the 1954 Grey Cup, uh, Montreal and Edmondson. I don't think we wore you know gold jerseys, but it's in there. Um, you can get things like a pro football magazine. This is from 1969. Oh, which uh, actually has the rosters and pictures of all the players, which was kind of cool. Uh, Pro Football Illustrated, Pro Football Review, uh, <laughs> lots of that kind of thing. Um, there was uh, a magazine that's more family-oriented, Liberty Magazine. Great little article there on Jack Parker. Okay. Uh, this would have been just at sort of his end of his uh, tenure here in Edmondson. Uh, there's Canadian Football Review. There's uh, Joe Kroll in the front, who was Ooh. a famous argonaut canadian football illustrated um <laughs> wow so, yeah i only remember the one in the 90s that i was getting like oh the, don't worry that's coming it's too. coming oh I figured, uh, yeah, yeah absolutely okay. there's things like the alberta report with Ooh. jack parker uh there's the edmonton report with uh <laughs> some guy named wilkie um <laughs> some guy there's tons of stuff old uh TV guides and things like that from the Sunday Sun. Wow, you have so many things. This is crazy. Sports is scene like... magazine. Again, you know, that Warren Moon guy. I don't know what happened to him, but he turned yeah. out right. Yeah. Uh, there's even sort of modern ones as well. We have a business magazine. We have Avenue magazine with Richard Ray. Um, this might be <laughs> something. Ray. Yes. Well, you know, should be. Yeah. He's retired now. Correct. There is the oh, I remember that CFL one. magazine. Yep. Uh, yeah, with the uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jamin just did you just choke? Are you okay? Or that, uh... <laughs> you you'd remember that one? Yeah, yeah well, exactly. I would too. I seen it earlier. Yeah, Swartz football there. Um, 
Who's going to be the Argonauts? It's going to be us next time. Coming up. Correct. There is the football guy that uh, was sort of looking at the Alberta teams in this particular one, uh, 1979. Uh, we had the Alberta wow. Report. How about some McLean's Magazine? Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are a ton of these. This is a nice 1972 one, including the lovely blow-up dolls, one for each team. There's there's the important one right up there. That one. Yep. Don't you have um, that one? I do. Yes. I was actually thinking about that for Horde until this time, but <laughs> it's got a slow leak in it there. Oh, uh, yes, those yeah. of you that are at the alumni luncheon, there's a great uh, magazine they put out every year, which is kind That's of fun. Awesome. Um, and then last but not least, because God knows I could probably do another 40 of these different things. Um, but there was a magazine in the 60s that talked about the team was the Edmontonian. The Edmontonian. Wow. Yeah. And there's about three or four that have football sort of stuff. This is, I think, 64. Um, and yeah, talking about the team, which at that time was only 15 years earlier, the 1949, wow. the first year of the, at the time, Edmonton Eskimo. So tons and tons of stuff. I've got a friend who is writing up a bibliography of all the magazines with CFL themed articles. And uh, yeah, once that's out, believe me, it's, there's going to be a run on that kind of stuff that's uh, that's great I, man you get so much stuff it's amazing <laughs> really really it's amazing <laughs> it just it just oh it makes me so happy it's so yeah. fun um all right jamin let's talk about the exciting thing that's happening this week friday you guys are out in ottawa uh it is a short week um and unfortunately i gave that, that i'm what's it like on a short week like that's got to be tougher tell yeah it's yeah. It's, uh, it's on it like like yeah the the body doesn't feel like good like what it doesn't feel like your body doesn't feel terrible but yeah you don't feel peak performance um you know it's all about getting the rest which jones is really making sure that we do this 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 week mm -hmm. um you know we're, we're keeping it very very light um through practice we're not having any uh chicken days or anything yeah. like that so yep. um you know it's it, it is tough but it's it's how you prepare mentally. I think that's really what you have to do. You just have to get your mind right because it's all about, especially after a loss. It's all about you know moving on to the next to the next game, and that's that's where it kind of gets hard because we have a sour taste in our mouth showing up to practice this morning, right? Like, yeah. not <laughs> we're not happy. So um, that's that's where it is. It's 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 hard to you know refocus your your vision onto the next week, but it's also hard you know getting ready physically after just playing a game because, you yeah. know, these, yeah, like football, is, it's not a low contact sport, you know, we're pretty high contact. So yeah, it's, it's not easy. Yeah. I, I can, I can only imagine. Um, well, Friday night, uh, you're in Ottawa. The game is at uh, five 30 hour time, seven 30 when you are there. Uh, as I said, off the top, you can join me and Dave Jameson at first round downtown. We'll be doing a watch party with some live podcasting. Uh, and if, uh, if you can't be there, well, then you can join in on YouTube and you know how you do that. Hit the subscribe button right down there. And then you'll know when we're live and, uh, join in and, uh, and, uh, throw some stuff in the chats as we are talking about the game um now tyree adams starting at uh quarterback for ottawa uh how are you guys feeling about that um yeah we're, we're feeling kind of good because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, from what we've seen like he, he's trying to prove to be a pocket passer um okay. where he's more of a mobile guy you know what i mean like he has mm -hmm. he has the mobility um mm -hmm. But I think, yeah, he's trying to show that he can really, you know, sit in the pocket and deliver the ball. So 
I think that works out to our advantage. Um, you know, and then like I feel like their O line, yeah, their O line's not not the greatest. I don't think. Um, you know, I think we're gonna have a good time out there for sure. And then you know, there's also their home streak as well. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, there's a if we're you know if we're if we're, if we're talking a game of uh, of you know streaks and and you know home losses, then you know we're going to a place that you know has a streak of home losses. So. Yeah. Yep. That's also a good thing to talk about. <laughs> 23 of 24. Mm-hmm. So there we go. And I think yeah, they're, at, they're, at, they're, at, they're at 13 right now. So I think, you know, might as well make it 14. I mean, yeah, yeah. Keep, keep it closer. That's fine. Yeah, I was there last year when we won. So, I mean, that felt good. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it felt good. Awesome. Um, Chris Agar was asking in the chat, on a short week, what do you do differently to preserve your body for the game? Um, so yeah, so especially, especially on a week like this, like, you know, we, sometimes we call it like a six game week, uh, or six day game week, a short week mm-hmm. too. Cause like, that's still not the most time to prepare. That's probably just like the exact amount of time that you need. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you have your day one, two, three, and then your walk through and then the game day. Right. So, um, with that being said, um, on a short week, you know, uh, we don't go against the offense as much usually. Um, I think today and tomorrow we're not going against the offense at all. Um, okay. We're going to be really, really light on our bodies because that was a that was that was a problem with us uh, last year as well. We had so so many injuries, right? Um, yeah, and guys getting hurt, and uh, and that that is a big thing, you know. Um, keeping your body healthy for for eighteen weeks uh, playing the sport that we play is is not an easy thing to do. Um, so with that being said, yeah, we pretty much just, you know, keep it light on the field, no contact, um, more so just walking through our plays, making sure everything mental is there, um, making all the corrections on the field without the live bullets flying pretty much very, very light practice. Um, just mentally. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, all right, super fan. What are you watching in this game on Friday? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, after the breakout that CJ Sims has, it's going to be interesting to uh, to see him hopefully continue. Um, we do have a fan in the chat, Chris, who has uh, promised to uh, shave his head or at least cut his long hair off if, if uh, we can break one for a touchdown on return. So uh, I think he was uh, maybe looking a little anxious there in the game after CJ was running some of those back, but. Is that bear paw? Yeah, it's the one. That is. You yeah. bet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, Mike, uh, if that if that bet's still on, I mean, it is. Uh, that's, that's a, yeah. See you later, hair. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's the, that's the title of the podcast. See you later, hair. Uh, yep. He's definitely going to take one. I like, yeah, you, yeah. If, yeah. He's it was get, close. One. Oh my goodness! Shoestrings. Yeah. yeah, he had one of those things where he gets the one more block, and I think he takes Just it. So one more block. Yeah. Yeah. So this could be the one. Very close. Uh, I like. I like the way you think. Um, I, I, of course, the biggest question going into this week uh, is it uh, you know corn dog or or Deggy that's going to be starting? Um, and uh, when Chris Jones was asked today, he said, "Well, you should be asking me about the left tackle." And they asked him, "So, okay, well, who's going to be playing left tackle?" And he said, "Well, we're going to have a guy playing left tackle, and we're going to have a guy playing quarterback." <laughs> Super helpful. Um, so, uh, but that is that is that is yeah. the Chris Jones that we know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, 
He's always good for a quote. I love it. Yep. I love it so much. Um, and, and reading uh, mean tweets. Yeah. Ex- oh, <laughs> best thing ever. Yeah. Anyway, he, those are not the meanest. I was going to say he. Oh no no. There's there's been lots. That's for sure. Um, oh, and it looks like Kayla's in the chat too. As she's at the airport waiting to go to uh, Ottawa. So Kayla will be there cheering you guys on. So that's uh, going to be amazing. Uh, my big thing on this uh, game, and and Mike, you already mentioned it, but uh, how many times are the Bros going to touch the ball? get them up the middle and uh or or breaking on the outside i don't care uh balance that attack and and give whoever the starting quarterback is a chance to uh get a second uh, a a a second second to take a second read (laughs) so if need be right how's that i know i i had to really think about it before i said it to make sure it made sense but it did make sense to me uh all right are you into doing any pickums at all jamin the other teams obviously yeah, yeah, yeah other, other teams other teams okay yeah, so uh winnipeg is uh in montreal uh this week yeah. uh all right who do you got taking that one yeah winnipeg okay winnipeg. <laughs> Okay, super fun. I hate him so much, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I'll give you some like some in, insider info here. Yeah, there's yeah. that. Me personally, that's the that's the one team that I probably have the most like disgust towards. Their like their O line for sure. Oh really? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah, them. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Winnipeg's yeah. Little, yeah. Winnipeg's gonna win that one, unfortunately. All right, super fan. Who you got? Yeah, after uh, the uh, smackdown they took uh, versus BC. Whew, that was a heck of a game, and at home, no less. Uh, I think they're going to be chomping at the bit just to prove that uh, they're better than that. So I think they're going to take Montreal. Yeah, but... I hope I'm wrong. But Montreal has been playing pretty well in these yeah. first two games. Um, I mean, they who did they have in their first game? I don't remember. They had Hamilton last week and who did they have the week? bc last week yeah right oh ottawa was montreal's first game and then hamilton uh okay so maybe they looked better than okay i'll go with winnipeg all right then i'll go with winnipeg all right uh <laughs> I, say I have i have a really close friend on montreal tyson i'm sorry yeah uh, but yeah winnipeg you know i i wanted to uh you know i i wanted to make sure that i you know, put some drama in the podcast. Not there. Okay, let's try this one. BC at Toronto, which is going to be a battle of the unbeaten game. Bad. Yeah. yeah uh, okay, super fan, you pick this one first. Oh, this is a tough one. I think that both teams are coming off, um, you know, wins. I think that BC has to feel better about their win than Toronto does. Um, Toronto definitely. Um, didn't seem as dominant, I think, playing mm-hmm. uh, in this one. So I think BC's going to take it. All right, I am going to agree with you. I think that BC's got a, a they got a good thing going on right now, and yeah. they've got Dominic Rhymes uh, and 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 Hatcher coming back, I believe, yeah. this week. So you make it should be a big difference. Uh, Jamin, what do you think? Yeah, I, yeah, I gotta go BC too. I don't, yeah, I don't believe in the swag, Kelly. Yeah, no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice that that's fair uh, yeah. i'll send shots because they beat us in the run game so yeah um yeah i'm gonna go bc for sure all right uh all right now did uh, anybody put a prop bet in there for us mike for uh, uh no i did ask for one i haven't seen anything just yet um okay well uh do you have one in mind 
I mean, it would be great to see a lot of touches for the running backs or. Well, do you want, do you want, do you want me to set a line on that? Sure. All right. Both of them combined. Yes. By just the Are, bros, just the bros. Okay. So bros attempts, not, yeah. not yards, but attempts. Uh, okay. I'm going to set the line at nine and a half. Oh God. It's gotta be over. <laughs> gotta be over. All right. Jay, man, do you want to go over? Yeah, under that's that? over. Yeah, if, if okay. it's under, I'll be pissed off. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'll be mad. Oh, so, my God. For but, both of them? For but, both of them? Yes, like, but the last think, two weeks, it's been six. But the last two weeks, it's been six and seven. So, well, we're going to be up on this one. So, I okay. think that's where we're going to Do you have the, how many, the total of offensive snaps of BC? For BC? <laughs> no, uh, no, I don't, but I haven't gone. I did not want to count it because there was yeah, I, what, I, what I can tell you was that there was 11 possessions and there were 10 punts and a fumble. So <laughs> I, I don't think I need to count how many plays it was. I know there was three two and outs. So, um, it was yeah, like 30. so, uh, so I, I, and yes, that does play a role for sure. Uh, I, I think combined it's nine and I think whoever that quarterback is, which I, the feeling is going to be Daggy is going to be uh, firing it into some small windows as he did against Toronto, uh, which could be rather interesting. So that's where I will land on that. Uh, for CFPN Fantasy Pool, Mikey won again. Uh, the champ remains correct. Uh, Kayla and I lose. So now I am also 0-3. Oh, God, I cannot buy a bounce in fantasy <laughs> this year. Like, yeah, <laughs> thanks, Jamin. <laughs> I just wanted to be with you. Um, can you please tell Dylan Mitchell to fire it up for me? Because, like, he's he was my fantasy guy. I need that to happen. Uh, anyway, this week, uh, the champ takes uh, on the Argos fan cast. That yes. For fan. Uh, Kamish has Daltz from Rouge Radio, and I will be losing to Steve from Piffles. So, um, congrats, Steve. <laughs> Gotta have easy faith. Day. Come on now. And uh, we'll see how this plays out. Um, all right, Jamin, thank you so much for joining us and taking yeah. this extra time. I really yeah. appreciate it. Um, tell everybody where they can uh, find you online and, and uh, interact with you as the season goes on. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Um, so yeah, my Instagram handle. Let me just pull up my phone here, so I don't. <laughs> I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. I, I, yeah, uh, it's uh, I, yeah, uh, big baby with two eyes. So yes, I G B A B Y Y, and then J P. So J Mappelli, J P. Big baby J P for the Instagram, and then uh, on Twitter. Uh, I believe it is just J underscore M underscore I underscore N. That is correct. Yes. Very well done. Um, Can I ask you why big baby? (laughs) Um, You know, it's a a nickname. I I got it from a friend, like maybe grade seven or eight. I I played basketball and like I was too big. And there's a guy in, in basketball. I don't know what team he played for, but his name is Glenn Davis. Big baby Glenn Davis. Okay. And he he was a big basketball player, but he was like a like a very chubby guy. But he could dunk, and he's in the NBA. But that's they called him Big Baby, and that that's where it kind of came from. And every time I had these two friends, I would see at the recreation center, they would always like yell it like abs like absurdly loud. They'd be like, Big Baby, like, and they would just like everyone would look, and I'd just be walking in, and like they would know everyone would know that they'd be talking about me, right? And that's. It came with that, and I just, yeah, I got called Biscuit last year, and I was just kind of over that, and uh, 
this like biscuits is such a bad nickname. So I, yeah, I had to go big baby. So so brought it back from the old days. If I didn't think that you'd kill me the next time I'd see her on the call, the stadium, I'd be like big baby. If you yeah, oh, yeah, no, dude, yeah, well, that's cool. Big baby's cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see. You. I'm Done. gonna laugh while I'm doing it. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but thank you. And uh, again, thank you for all of your time. We really appreciate it. And uh, of course, all the best for this week. And you, I mean, you have all of our support. We we have 100%. been big fans of yours and, and we want to see you get in that backfield and 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 blow people up. So And get a um, touchdown. Correct. One year touchdowns. There you go. Uh, super fan, where does everybody find you? Uh, they can find me at 56 Parkies on all the socials. And you can find the history and horde segments at the Edmonton Football History, which is at E-D-M-H-I-S-T-O-R-E-E. Wonderful. And you can find me at Freebalicious and you can find the show at the Turf District. And that's, of course, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok. Yes. Oh, Join us all of the places. I tell you, uh, you can also catch uh, some of my musings after the games uh, on Three Down Nation. Um, again, join us on June 30th for the watch party. Uh, first round downtown. Lots of deals. We're going to have lots of fun and uh, and one Dave Jameson, which makes it all the worthwhile to be there. Uh, don't worry about me. Just be there for Dave. Um, <laughs> uh, on YouTube, stick around. Uh, we will be... Um, uh, getting on to overtime here very shortly. Uh, but otherwise, uh, we will be back next week when we talk about our first win of the season as we take down the Red Blacks in Ottawa. Um, so for Jamin Pelly, Commissioner Kalen, Superfan Mike, I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch footballs with your face, and we will absolutely talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.